Welcome to the Craft to Career Podcast with Elizabeth Chapel, where every week we dive into how you can turn your craft into a successful career. Get ready to have the career you've always dreamed of. Hello and welcome to the Craft to Career Podcast. I am Elizabeth Chapel of Quilters Candy. And this is episode 111. This episode is me speaking, no guest, and today I'm speaking on doing less, how less gets you more in your business. And I guess I'm kind of drawn to these counterintuitive topics because a lot of reasons. The number one reason being this will help you have success. If you do what we talk about today, your success will go up. I promise you, but also because so many people struggle with this. And so I want to, to be here to talk about this, to, to hopefully shed some insight and some hope, motivation, and give you some guidance with your business. So the idea here is that less can get you more. However, before I dive in, I'm going to read a review from Kay Wynn. Kay says, I have listened and re-listened to every episode of this podcast and look forward to Friday mornings when the new episodes are released. Elizabeth and her guests share real, valuable, and helpful information with the listener. There is no vague how to start your business talk. There is no fluff. Every episode has usable content that any creative can use to build their business. So Kay Wynn, thank you so much for this review. That is what I hope to have each listener feel is that, oh, okay, this is a tangible takeaway. I actually can apply this to my business. So thank you so much for that review. If you are enjoying the Crafty Career podcast, can you take a second to leave a review for the podcast? I don't have ads on the podcast. I try to just cut to the chase and give you the best business advice possible and bring on guests who can share insight. And all I ask in return is that you could leave a review for the podcast to share what you are enjoying about the podcast, or even you can just go and tap the five stars. This will not only help the podcast to live on, it will help others to find the podcast. Other entrepreneurs who are looking for help with growing their business, this will help them to find this free help. So if you can pause and take a second to leave a review, that would be amazing. So thank you, Kay Wynn, for that review. And thank you to you listeners who take a second to leave a review for the podcast. Now let's dive in and start talking about simplicity how less really gets you more in your business. So first of all, in what ways can we, when I say how less gets you more, what am I talking about? I'm really talking about simplifying. So what, what things can you simplify? Does it mean you can just sit back and like twiddle your thumbs and do less and you'll get more results? Well, okay, let's dive in and see what, what this means. So I'm talking about simplifying, bringing things down, making it just less. So areas to do this, your offer, the thing that you offer, this would probably be the number one thing. So along with talking about a niche, right? 
You want to narrow down your niche. You also want to simplify what you offer. Offer less. Offering one main thing is ideal. And you just want to simplify that. You want to simplify your wording. You want to simplify your marketing. You want to simplify your why. So again, let's look at these a little bit deeper. So your why. Why are you doing this? Why did you start a business? Why are you wanting to sell and create this thing as a creative? You know, it's been a hobby and now you're selling it. Why is that? And if you really listen, I think if we really learn to listen to our own heart, to our minds, to ourselves, in these moments of clarity, when again, life is simple, so you're on a walk, you're not listening to anything, just allow yourself to think. Sometimes I even get a journal and just write for pages, at least three pages, 30 minutes, set a timer and don't stop. And if you can't think of something, then just write, I can't think of anything. I can't think of anything, but you just write, write, write. You will flush out your thoughts and your ideas and you'll get to the root of why, why did I do this? Why did I want to start this? Listen to those ideas when things feel clear and calm, when you're not listening to other people telling you, this is what you should do. Okay, now do this, now do that. And which I hope on this podcast, as I introduce different things, that you know I'm not telling you to do all of the things. I'm introducing many different ideas because one of them might be for you, but the moment you try to do all of the things, you're doomed. You just, we cannot, you know, especially when we're first starting a business, we don't have the bandwidth or the team to, okay, let me hire you to do this and you to do this. So it's really simplifying what we're doing, but also really getting down to the why. And for me, I mean, if you've listened recently, I talked about in a past episode, in episode 99, I talked about my priorities shifted This was me getting really clear on my why. And I, you know, why I'm here is to help other female entrepreneurs realize that they can have success. I see so many women feeling, yeah, well, we don't need to go into my why. This is about your why. (laughs) So why are you doing what you're doing? And when you get really clear on that and just bring it down to the bare bones, that's going to help you, first of all, have the drive to keep going. Second of all, be very clear about what you offer. And then, you know, the offer we talked about simplifying that. Offer less. Offer one thing. Focus in on the one thing. So yes, I help female entrepreneurs grow their quilting businesses. That's it. That's what I want to do. And so what do you do? What's the one thing? Rather than, well, I do this and I do this and I do this. I promise you, when you simplify and you offer one thing, and you make it very clear why you're offering and who that's for, you will grow your business. And I think a lot of, you know, in this specific quilting industry, people kind of get a little lost with like, well, I just, I just want, you know, quilts that are pretty. I, just, I don't know. I kind of like that. To do that mental work and to think about, well, what is a one specific area that I really love 
and that I could teach people to do. Like, I just really want people to know that doing hexy EPPs is so rewarding and fun. And I see people struggle with that. That's an amazing why right there. And you might think, oh, that seems silly. It's not. It's really not. If there is an area of quilting or any industry, photography, painting, whatever it may be, get more simple, more narrow with that. People are really struggling with this one little area and I can help you with that. And that's when people will say, oh my goodness, they're speaking to me, this person. How did they know? I'm struggling to make hexagon English paper piecing flowers. How did they know? Because you found your ideal customer because you're, you're very specific. You're not just saying, I help quilters learn to quilt. That's very general. The more specific and simple you can get, the better. And if you can simplify your marketing. So what, what do I mean when I say simplify marketing? Marketing is a lot, I'm aware, but let's talk about simply your wording. So we all, you know, we've been trained and taught to make things a little more elegant, to spice things up a bit, you know, add in these descriptive words, add, 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 explain more, make it a five, add another paragraph in that essay, you know, well, and I'm an English major, you can see that trickling through. But whatever your life has been, I promise you, we have learned to work hard. Going to school in and of itself we are trained to just work. The harder you work, the better grades you get. And you've got to work, work, work and add more and do more. So we are trained to explain in excess, look, this is what you do. This is how you do it. Here, I'll do this, this, this. You do this, this, this. I promise you that you want to simplify. Talk at a kindergarten level, and this is not to be insulting to your customer. Our brains don't want to work. <laughs> that sounds so insulting to the human. It comes back to we are trying to preserve our energy and our calories. It's a self-preservation. A lot of very interesting things come back to just our human makeup you know, we were drawn to eating sugar because in the past we didn't have a lot of sugar. There's all these things, very, very interesting. But one of them is the human brain really avoids pain. It avoids excess work. If there's, you know, if I can get to that pond over there, either by crossing a bridge or swimming through the water, we're going to cross the bridge. We naturally always are looking for the least, the path of least resistance. Our brain wants to do the least amount of work possible, and it's not because we're just these lazy beings. It's a self-preservation. Save your calories. You don't know when you might need to fight, flight, whatever, you know. So think of that. I mean, that's a lot to think about. But just know that our human brain doesn't want to have to work to understand something. You know this. If you read a paper and it's very wordy, you're just like, ugh, what? I Forget it. I don't want to think about that. What, what are they saying? No, you want to look at something and say, I, let, let me think of an example. Make the perfect English paper piecing hexi flower in five minutes. Done. You know exactly what you're getting. You're going to know how to make an EPP hexi flower in five minutes. You don't have to read, I'll learn the tools to make an English paper piecing. I don't, however, you could make that wordier. 
But I promise you in your marketing and in your wording, there is a way for you to simplify it, bring it down to a kindergarten level so that when your customer looks at what you offer, there is no question. They can read it in the snap of a finger and they know exactly what they will get, preferably in a, what amount of time. And it'd be even better if you can make it in, in three steps, get this result in my formula and not don't say my sorry that's another take you out of the equation so in this formula in this class you learn and just let them know what they will walk away with so instead of learn how to make EPP say make EPP hexi flowers or make a perfect tie quilt whatever it might be give them the result they will get tell them instead of you will have just say as if it's already done, your perfect quilt pattern in nine weeks, you know, for my quilt pattern writing course. Whatever it is, give them the result that they are going to walk away with as quickly and as short amount of time, short words, kindergarten level words as possible. So that is how we simplify our marketing. Again, it's really golden if you can tell them in three steps and tell them here's step one, two, three. And people often be like, well, no, but this is like a 10 step thing. So then you group stuff together. Say, okay, let me group, you know, steps three through seven together and call that whatever step. Tell them it's just three, the principle of three. It's even with like home decoration, if you can group things in three. So group things in three, it's a very simple, short number tell them the result they will get, and that's it. One result. So you don't wanna say, over here you get this result, but then come to this product and I'll give you this result, and this result, and this result. You want to be known for, you want to offer one solution to one problem. And when you do, your profits will go up. And when you word it and tell them in a very simple way, you will have more success. So the, yeah, there are principles of success. And I've been recently, I just learned who James Wedmore was. So I've been, of course, you know how I get, I deep dive. And I love he's talking about principles of success. And by principles, he says, these are not opinions, they're fact. If X, then Y. And one of the principles is, if you simplify your marketing and your offer, you will get more sales. And I only share this because I have seen this to be true. I have seen it over and over again with myself, with the students that I coach, with my alumni. I can confidently tell you that that is the truth. And it's very interesting because we as humans are very afraid of that. It's very interesting for me to watch as I coach people and tell them, all right, let's simplify. And even in our conversation, they are mentally fighting that. They're like, yeah, yeah, I could add this and this. I'm like, whoa, you just talked about adding more. <laughs> and we were talking about simplifying. And it is a mental struggle that is visible. And I've really tried to sit with that and wonder why is that? And I think it's for a, a few reasons. One, it's a way of coping with fear of, I, I don't think I'm going to make it. I don't think this is going to be successful. And history tells me 
because I have seen in my life, the harder I work, I need to work for people to like me. I need to work to get a better grade. I need to work hard to practice the piano, whatever it might be. The more work I put in, the more success I have. So it must be true in this area as well. So it's a lack of trust. It's also just falling back on what we've seen. Our lives are packed full of memories of obviously, you know, cause and effect, cause and effect. And we've seen this in our lives. And so we think, well, surely this is true for business. My goodness, this is like you're earning money, you know, you're taking people's money. So clearly this must still be the case. People have to see how much work I've put into this. Otherwise, they're not going to value this, which then also leads to our own self-doubt. So this idea that, well, I secretly, deep down, don't know that I trust myself. Am I the real deal? Do, am I even worthy of this? Who am I to be here selling this thing and these doubts and fears come in. And so we think, well, I better prove to people by doing more and offering more and explaining it more. Then they'll believe me and maybe even I'll believe myself. And so this major self-doubt and fear is manifesting and showing itself through adding more. Just that fear of there is no way that if I just trust this process that less will bring more, uh-uh, that's, that's not my reality. So it's, it's trusting in people who have been there and done that, and it's very scary. I mean, I think of a time I went to a virtual reality place in New York City, and you put on this VR headset, and mentally I know that this is VR. It's not real. But there's this tightrope and you're walking over a huge, you know, tall building and it was terrifying. I mean, my brain felt like this is real and if I fall, I'm dead. And it, I, I had to have someone hold my hand and it took forever and I didn't enjoy it. I was like, well, that was a terrifying experience. It's similar here. We have a really hard time believing someone else because our brain is telling us, no, that that cannot be. But I just give it a try. If you need to hold someone's hand, like in the VR, you know, give it a try. Just give it a try and see what kind of results you get when you offer less and market in a simple, simple way. And I think, you know, again, going back to the school analogy of I, I was there. I saw the difference between getting an A and getting a B. It's a lot of work you know, a lot of work. And I took a writing course in college and we had to do this big paper as our final paper. And I spent so much time on that darn paper. And I'd go in and talk to my teacher and I would go into the lab and I'd write and take notes. And I felt like I deserved an A simply on the merit that I spent so much time. And there was a, a guy in the class who I remember him talking to the teacher and I overheard and they were kind of laughing like people are making this way more complicated than it needs to be. And he spent maybe a day on his paper and he got the best grade. And it's because he understood what it meant to write a good paper. It's not the time that you put in. It's the, what you get out. And I see that with people in the business world too. Like justifying how much they're charging. Like, well, I spent a year on this. It took me forever to make it. Let me just give you a little advice. 
that is irrelevant. The goal is not to spend a ton of time, right? I mean, obviously you want a quality product and so that might look, who knows what that will look like. What matters is what the customer gets out of it. What matters is the change, the result you can give your customer and ideally in a quick and short amount of time. So the faster, less painful, you can give someone a result and give them change, that's the value. So it doesn't matter if it takes you one second and you tell them one thing to do and all of a sudden their life has changed and their business is better or whatever, their craft is better. The value is in the change your customer gets. It's not in what you put into it. And that brings up a whole other topic of of marketing and who's the hero and not talking about yourself, that that's a story for another day. But the value does not come in how much time it takes you to do something. The value comes in the change that you can get your customer in the least amount of time, the least amount of pain. And I heard someone talk about like Blockbuster and Netflix. Netflix ended up doing better because you could at first just mail in and get your movie in the mail. And then it started streaming and you could, by the push of a button, you didn't have to drive to the store, hope that the video was there. For those of us who remember Blockbuster days, you know, where you'd go to the store, oh man, they don't have this one. All right, what else do we want? And now I need to rewind it and bring it back. If it's not around, there's a fee. If it's late, there's a fee. Mm -mm. All gone. You can just, with the click of a button in the comfort of your home, get any video at any time. They gave their customer what they wanted quickly and easily. That result that they wanted, the movie they wanted, all of a sudden became so easy for them to access. Same with if you think of weight loss. If you were to come up with a product that if someone on a click of a button, they lost the weight they wanted and looked how they wanted, the value goes up exponentially. The more work a customer has to do, the longer it takes them, the less the value is. So no one's asking you, how long did it take you to do this? How much work did you put into this product? We're not asking Netflix, how long did it take you to make that product? No, 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 no. All we're asking is how quickly can I get that result? That's where the value is. So don't kid yourself and think that you have to bend over backwards spending an exorbitant amount of time and explaining your product. It's just like Netflix. Get the movie you want when you want it. Done. Boom. Simple. That's what you want to do. You want to explain what result your customer is going to get, preferably how quickly, and let them know how painless it's going to be. That's it. The simple, I mean, imagine if Netflix offered a hundred different products. We'd be like, uh, what? So Netflix just offers TV movies in the comfort of your home. So simple. And that's the goal. So this is the idea of how less gets you more in your business. Offer less, put less wording in your marketing, make it so obvious and simple what value your customer is getting. You will get this result in this amount of time. Here's the product. That's it. And then simplify your why. Why are you doing this? Why have you decided to jump into this? If it's just to create money, I fear that that's just not going to be enough to hold you through those ups and downs of the roller coaster of entrepreneurship. But if it's something that you really love and you feel passionate about helping others learn to do this thing or get this result, 
that will stand the test of time and that will shine through in what you offer and in what you do. So here is to simplifying, offering less, making it really clear and getting more results, getting more customers, more sales, bringing more change into the world. I'm excited for you to implement this. And I invite you, as I mentioned at the beginning, to really sit with this, walk, journal, think, how can I simplify? What am I offering? How can I simplify that? How can I narrow that down? And trust me, this is something that I grapple with. It's not a one and done. It's something that because of all the things we've talked about, your brain's really going to fight it and say, oh, but you should also offer this. You should also do this. But what if you just try, you know, it's a constant, let's rein it in. Let's think about why am I here? What am I offering? What's the one change that I want to bring to my customer? And I'm going to focus on that. And that's how I'll make a difference in this world. So enjoy the freedom of simplicity the joy that comes with it, I just, freedom is the best word. It's just like a weight is lifted off your shoulders when you realize, my goodness, I don't have to hustle and do all of the things. I can just focus on making a change for my customers in this one area that I feel so passionately about. And it's amazing. So I'm excited for you to enjoy that and experience that in your business. Thank you so much for being here on the Craft to Career podcast. I will see you right back here next Friday with a brand new episode. And if you haven't taken a moment to leave a review, please go do that. Until next Friday, have a wonderful week. Take care. Mm-hmm.